Welcome to Living Light Radio with your host, Ranbir Poir. That's me, where we'll give you a dose of inspiration, application, and adaptation every single week so you can embrace the light of your life and live the life of your dreams. I hope you'll join us every Friday. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me here again this week. I really appreciate uh, you listening in and tuning in to some of these ideas I'm trying to share and the service that I'm trying to provide. I appreciate it. One of my big life challenges, probably similar to yours, is to be openly and unapologetically me. Not in an egotistical way, not in um, a boastful way, not in a callous way, just in a very smooth, peaceful way. And lately I've been feeling this internal pull towards me and it's getting stronger and stronger. And I've shared that a little bit with you already. It's kind of like what Moana went through. (laughs) I'm going there. It's calling me. And I know when I'm talking about Moana, are all of a sudden the theme songs going through your head right now? So I've put a link to it in the show notes so you can sing along. I like to belt out the lyrics when I'm alone. Remember, I live with uh, three males. None of them really cares for the Moana theme song the same way I do. But uh, anyway, I like to belt it out. And I, like I said, for, the, the link is at, uh, if I can get my words out, www.freewithin.me forward slash fence. You can find it there. From Moana, the ocean called her, or so it seemed. When she's being true to her soul self, really, that's what's calling her. It's being in service. That's what's calling her. It was the reuniting and reconnecting of her whole self. That's all we want, all of us. Otherwise, you wouldn't be reading uh, inspirational works or you wouldn't be listening to a podcast like this. Then the question becomes, who are you? And what are you meant to do during your time here on this earth? While I can't answer that for you personally, I can share a little bit about my journey in hopes to inspire you to live your own authentically. It's no secret that I started my life off with a very unpleasant welcome. I'm giggling, but I, it's not because I don't take it seriously. I do. It's just that it seems so silly when you look back at it and know that my mother felt this big shame and f- like she felt like a failure right from the start when I was born because I was the fifth daughter in a row. And it's natural based on those times and those expectations for her to have felt that way. Um, of course, she evolved out of that. And I didn't, um, I don't hold any of this against my parents now. But it's just natural that some of her deep sadness was passed on to me. It had to be. I remember feeling less than often. You know, when I meditate on it, I can feel it. I remember that I was that being that felt all of that pain and I felt all of that unworthiness. And though much of my mom's sadness passed uh, away, you know, it moved on when two years later, my little brother was born and she gave birth to a healthy son. And 
that helped her that helped a lot for her healing process because her firstborn child was a little boy who passed away during childbirth so for her it wasn't it wasn't only about birthing five daughters it was about reclaiming the loss of a baby um a baby boy so even though she kind of went through some healing i went through a deeper sadness because um, I just couldn't measure up. I could never be this boy. And I always felt that and I knew that I couldn't do that. But what I knew for sure is I didn't want to live the life that my parents had planned for me. Intuitively, I knew there had to be more, even though there was no evidence of other possibilities around me. I was fenced in. When I was little, I used to try to think of ways that I could escape my reality. But when I would do that, I sometimes would have these flashes, visions, if you may, of my future. And I knew that being there right where I was would be part of how this vision of my future became a reality. So I just adjusted my escape plan to work within my, you know, limitations that I had within the reality that was mine. And I just changed them to include a university education. And I began dreaming of creating a life so different than what I had. And in fact, I became the first person in my family to earn a university degree. So stay with me here. When we're young, we can assess and access our intuition in a much more accessible way than we can when we're adults because we've had fewer life experiences that have edged out our faith. When we're younger, we tend to believe miracles are realistic. We have faith. We believe in endless possibilities. We dream and we believe in those dreams. But then we age. The miracles that we, as we had envisioned them didn't happen. We edge out our faith, carving it out slowly but surely. But we begin to fill the void with fear, with anxiety, with helplessness. And worse, with settling for whatever we can get. Wouldn't you agree? Was your faith eroded a little bit at a time? So then how do we reclaim faith? I'll share an idea that came to me during a recent coaching session. My client had a desire, or has a desire, pardon me, to reach more people with her gifts. She's written a book and she's got others in the works. When I was trying to convey an idea to her, I had a clear visual come to mind as the best way to explain it to her. And it turns out it's for anyone else for that matter. Interestingly enough, I had asked my client to come to the session with a new notebook. She did bring one, but she also brought pencil crowns as if she knew I was going to need them to describe this big concept for her. So here's the idea that my intuition showed me and that I shared with her and now with you. So imagine this. We all start our lives out as though we were a house on a big, expansive, beautiful piece of land. We each have a piece of land. It's green. It's lush. It's heavenly. There's a fence at the border, but it's so far out that you can't see it from where you stand because you're in the middle of this land. As you age, however, you start to question whether or not it's safe to have that fence so far away from where you are centered. 
So you decide to build another fence a little closer in, and you age some more. Someone breaks your heart, steals from you, lies to you, hurts you. And you move the fence a little closer still. Eventually, you get to a point in your life where your fence is quite close. In fact, you can see it. Some people do it right now. Try it. Extend your arms out and see. Can you touch it? It's that close. And the gate is locked. It's always there, keeping you safe from the world around you. Even though you know and that you are a big, expansive spirit, big piece of land, you've decided to cultivate only a small sliver of it because that feels like the safest bet. Here are a few more questions I ask my client, but I think they can help you too. Number one, what's outside of that fence, the one that's closer in? Why won't you let it in? And three, why do you believe you can't have it? Right? What's outside the fence? Why won't you let it in? And why do you believe you can't have it? Listen, I know what it feels like to feel unloved. I know what it feels like to feel abandoned. I know what it feels like to be poor. My goodness, I had worked in berry fields, picking berries with my family from when I was an infant or a toddler, pardon me, till I was in my teens. I had to work really, really hard for everything. I know, I do, I understand. I know what it feels like to feel alone. But just like you, I've always had a desire for more, a desire to be loved, accepted and free. And I realize we all have these desires. They're not unique to me. They are the expectation and hope of all humans. These experiences of joy and fulfillment are what your soul promised you, what the universe promised you, what God promised you, what spirit promised you. You call it what you want. But that's why you keep searching for them, reaching for them, because you know they're yours. They belong to you. So my challenge to you is this. I'd like you to put your energy and awareness on moving your fence out a little further each day this week. Uh, we have a really, really cool little graphic. You can see it on our website on the show notes. Um, click there and you can see the fence moving out. So if you are a visual person, it might help you really lock it in. And listen, I'm going to do the same. The challenge for me is that I'm a very private person doing public work. My soul and my inner circle of ride or die supporters is calling me to be unapologetically me. You know, I'm incredibly intuitive and I tend to hide that part of me publicly. Well, unless you're working with me or if I'm giving a speech, then it's just so obvious. There's no point for me to even try to hide it. Hide it. But I have. I've been um, hiding it. And it's this intuition 
when I think about it, that's led me to guide people to heal from disease, divorce, other traumas, help build strong children. It's a gift that I keep so close to my heart that I didn't even realize that I have been fencing it in when it's meant to be free and to serve and to soar. So I'm going to try. I'm going to work on it to share a bit more of it on this platform. But more importantly, trying to teach you how to develop and harness and harvest your own intuition during the process. Because each one of us has an internal guidance system. It's your gut instinct, and you can direct or redirect it throughout your whole entire life. So I'd love to do that on my journey as I try to, you know, move my fence out a little further. Now it's your turn. Please go to our website and share with us what gift are you hiding from the world? What's there that you can share that um, you haven't felt comfortable or safe sharing before? I'd love to hear it. www.freewithin.me forward slash fence. If you can go share your thoughts there. And don't forget, if you're just starting out on this journey, and this is the first podcast of mine you're listening to, uh, go check out the show notes and sign up for a free 10 day course, because it is an excellent way to make sure you don't fence in your dreams. Good place to start. It's free 10 days long, 10 different tips, 10 techniques to awaken your inner champion. Thank you for listening. And I will see you next week. Welcome to Living Light Radio with your host, Ranbir Poir. That's me, where we'll give you a dose of inspiration, application, and adaptation every single week so you can embrace the light of your life and live the life of your dreams. I hope you'll join us every Friday.